This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. You're listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning, Brock. Are we uh, ready to go? Are you excited? I am. I am. I'm ready. I tell you what I'm not ready for is this stupid weather. Uh, I know. I'm just exhausted. But, it you is know. ridiculous. You know, <sighs> the other day I was complaining so much about the wind. Uh, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. It's yes. been nuts. It's not good for fishing. It's not good for golf. It's not good to watch our boys run track. Yes. It just stinks. It's miserable. It's miserable. And... But but it's not only just the wind, it's the cold weather. Oh, I know. Oh. So we go from 75 on Wednesday to 50 on Friday and 40 today. And oh, I'm so yeah. sick of it. It might be warmer than 40 today. <laughs> Are you being a little dramatic over there? I'm, I'm sick <laughs> of the weather. I want 75, no yes, wind. I agree. I, I agree. don't even care if the sun's out. Just give me 75 and no wind. Yep. Just to be outside and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm with you. I know. All right. You Uh, feel better? I do. Thank you. (laughs) Got it out. (laughs) So what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to, you want to enlighten us? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to talk a little bit more. We've mentioned how important healthcare planning is to your entire overall retirement plan. And so I think we're going to dive a little deeper into that and talk about Medicare plans and just, you know, some overall knowledge when kind of incorporating that into your retirement plan. Correct? Yeah. You know, Healthcare seems to be the number one reason why people don't retire mm-hmm, before 65, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, people are like, hey, I want to retire at 60. That's great. What are you going to do for healthcare? Right. That's one of the first things I say. Yeah. So it's very, very important that you understand how much this is going to cost you over your lifetime, how much it's going to cost you, uh, you know, per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to go over all of that and kind of explain to you why it's important, how you're going to do it, and um, go from there. Yeah. So, but before we dive into that, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we offer here, and again, guys, we're not out here on the air bringing this show to you because of whatever. We're not trying to sell anything. All we're trying to do is provide you with information, and one of those uh, pieces of information is our Retirement Income Toolkit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle, you want to tell them a little yeah, bit about that, yeah. how they so, can get it? And we've had um, several people download it. So, you know, continue to get out there and get it. It's got good information in it. Again, it's complimentary. If you just go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com, you can click on our radio show picture that we have right there. It's uh, There's a button that says find out more. And once you do that, then you can download the toolkit. There's four articles in there that are great. Uh, one on Social Security, one on tax planning as part of your retirement, information on our generational vault which is a product that we offer for all of our clients to store. It's really kind of a virtual safety deposit box is what we call it. Right. So just great articles in there and good information kind of get you started on your retirement journey. Awesome. So, so again, free information, go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com. Click on the button, find out more, download the toolkit. It's free guys. It's free. Just download it. It'll give you some information, especially in my opinion, that social security report that's in Mm -hmm. there, the, uh, the flyer that's in there is is so valuable to understand uh, all of the ABCs, if you will, of Social Security income, right. which, again, Social Security income continues to be and will always be, well, so hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> the foundation to everyone's retirement plan, no matter how much money you have. Mm-hmm. Right. And our first, was it our first two shows? We talked a lot about Social Security. So if you're interested in that, um, just another thing to let you know, when you go to our website, uh, we podcast all of our shows there so you can go back and listen to those so if you want some more information on social security uh you can go back and listen to it i believe it's our first two shows that were a lot on that yep yep or you can call and get our social security maximization absolutely be happy to give it to you yep yep so 332-7855-332-7855 also uh if you want to email us shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com again about anything Mm -hmm. if you want to tell us that we're doing a terrible job 
Do it. I don't care. I got broad shoulders, right? No, I don't want to hear no, it. <laughs> That's not what they're going to say. But no. my point is, any feedback on the show, anything you want us to talk about, any questions you have about retirement planning, we'd love to answer them for you. Okay? Think so we just, we just want to hear from you. Yeah, shoot us an email. Yeah. TheRetirementPlaybook at gmail.com. Sounds good. All right, let's dive into this healthcare planning. Yeah, let's talk a little here. bit about it. So you yeah. and just you and just heard about. Oh, I know I mentioned this, but why it's important as part of their retirement plan. How does you know healthcare savings play a part in it? Well, it plays a huge part because you know um, uh, on average, mm-hmm. according to several studies that have been out there by multiple different institutions, healthcare is going to cost a married couple over a, a quarter of a million dollars mm-hmm. in retirement. So two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's what it's going to cost you, excuse me, for your health care costs outside of everything else. So everything that's else. out of pocket. That's truly what you're going to pay it's truly out, of pocket. out of pocket on average. It's going to be some for less for some and it's going to be more for others. Mm-hmm. But on average, that's what we're looking at here. Okay. okay? And so when you're talking about $250,000, you better have that a part of your financial plan and retirement plan, right? Right. So so it's very, very important uh, that you that you understand how these costs are going to be there. And what I'm referring to outside of, you know, the 250000 is dental care, vision, mm-hmm. uh, 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 co-pays. Premiums. Out of pocket. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, premiums. premiums. Mm-hmm. Out of pocket expenses. So, so again, um, these are things that not everybody thinks about. They think about their primary care, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so it's not, you, you got to look outside of that too. Right, so. right. So it's fun to think of retirement <laughs> as, you know, this, Hey, we're going to travel and have so much fun and do all these things. And it is. Right. And you should do that. And you should do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's another thing that you, you need to make sure that you have some money set aside right. or an income set aside to take care of some of these expenses. Agreed. So. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So. All right. So um, how are we going to pay for those? Right. Things? And what are those things? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, you know what the, the the foundation? You know we always say the foundation to Social Security income, uh, or excuse me, the foundation to retirement planning is the Social <laughs> you Security gave it away. <laughs> income. Yeah, I know. Uh, but when it comes to healthcare planning, truly Medicare is mm-hmm. the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you're working and you're paying that premium for your health insurance through your employer, and you're paying you know anywhere from you know I hear some people say oh, I only pay a hundred bucks every two weeks. A month for that, and you know, but they don't think about that six thousand dollar deductible, right? That they have right. If something were to happen, um, so a lot of people think of it as as a monthly expense when it comes to their health care, but you got to look at the overall picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, for example, you know, we got a quote for our health insurance. Do you we remember did. what it was? Yes, fifteen hundred, fifteen one thousand five hundred yes. dollars per month for a family of four. For a family of four. And knock with, on wood, we're pretty darn healthy. And we're pretty healthy. <laughs> $6,500 deductible. Uh-huh. $1,500 a month. It, it's insane yeah. how expensive yeah. health care is right now. Yeah. That makes as you far sad. as the insurance is concerned. Right. And and one of the issues is, is if you're going to cover some of these costs in retirement, mm-hmm. is that health care costs generally inflate by 5 to 7%. And your Social Security benefits are only going up on average of about 2%. And in the last couple of years, it's not even been that. Right, right. On average. So so you do have to uh, consider that little aspect as well, something mm-hmm. to think about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get to, um, and people confuse these ages, you know, retirement ages for full retirement with Social Security is going to be 67. Uh, well, some people that are getting ready to retire may be 66 in a few months. Um uh, but my point is, is that many people associate your full retirement age with Social Security being the time that you would be eligible for Medicare benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's confusion on those ages. A lot of confusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's simply not true, folks. You are eligible for the retirement Medicare benefit at 65, no matter when you elect your Social Security benefits. Now, if you uh, do Medicare or if you um, become eligible at 65, and you're not taking your Social Security yet, you would actually have to debit that from your checking account or write a check every month. Um, now, once you're eligible for Social Security, it comes out of your Social Security benefits. Okay, so if that premium for your Part B, it comes out of your Social Security, 
um, which right now I believe is here. I'm looking this up right now, $183 a month. So if you're receiving, you know, a thousand dollars a month, now you're getting $827 because mm-hmm. okay. they're taking that out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or $17, excuse me. Okay. So, so that's, that's kind of how that works. That's the basics. Now mm-hmm. let's talk about Medicare a little bit closer as to, uh, what, how it all works. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it the ABCs and D. Okay. Of Medicare. Who? Yeah, I know. Isn't that cute? <laughs> so creative. We're so, so creative. So <laughs> creative. Okay. So yeah. your Part A. Okay. So when you become eligible for Medicare, your Part A is your hospital insurance. Okay. So basically, uh, there's no cost for this. It's included as being enrolled in Medicare. Okay. Uh, but there is a deductible if you go into the hospital. And for 2018, that's $1,340. These are some of the things you mm-hmm. were talking about is to be prepared you, to plan for. Exactly. Yeah. So what okay. was that again? I think it's important to mention. So $1,340 for 2018. Okay. Okay. Um, and again, for most people, there's no cost per month for mm-hmm. part A. That's just what your deductible would be if you had to go to a hospital. Well, and I think it's important to mention, you know, we have some data here from 2016 just to show the increase. Uh, it was 1,288. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So just to show it's going to continue to go up. And so, so your Part B premium for 2018 is $134. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you do have a small deductible on top of that as well. It's $183. Okay. Okay. So if you did have to use a doctor's visits, um, that's what it would be. Um, but again, $134 may mm-hmm. not seem like a lot for a lot of people, but it continues to go up. And it is it's something you have to budget for. Right. It's just part of that expenses. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 now here's the deal too, though, guys, is that a lot of people knowing that you're enrolled in Medicare, they would love to have their total out-of-pocket cost or premium cost be $134. <laughs> so right? Because you get part A is already included. Part B is your doctor's visits. That's $134. So you're all in for $134. Right. Not so true yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now okay. that is a good deal. Right. But that's not all of your costs. No. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to finish this discussion as to what your actual cost or total cost are for your Medicare during your retirement. So you definitely want to don't miss that. Okay. It's coming up next on the retirement playbook. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're bringing this show to you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM, proudly. Yeah. So You do such a good job with that intro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I yeah, love it. You're making me blush. That's stop what, yes. it. No, don't stop. Don't I know. Stop. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get back into our exciting topic about Medicare. Okay, Medicare. Uh, so, so in the first segment, we talked a little bit about why is it important to plan for healthcare costs in retirement, and what are those costs? So, the, the the again, Social Security is the foundation for retirement planning, uh, and and continues to be. Mm-hmm. Medicare continues to be the foundation for healthcare planning in retirement. Right, right. And so that's the bulk of the discussion is around Medicare. And so in the first segment, just to summarize, we talked a little bit about um, what I refer to as the ABCs and Ds of Medicare. Mm -hmm. We covered Part A, which is your hospital bills. Uh, There's no cost for Part A. Once you become age 65, um, you become eligible for Medicare. So again, that has nothing to do with your full retirement age with Social Security Mm -hmm. or when you elect your Social Security benefits, because you can elect Social Security benefits as early as 62. Right. As far as the retirement benefit. And so uh, a lot of people, if they may be on Medicare or excuse me, Social Security for three or four years before they become uh, or two or three years before they become eligible for uh, for Medicare. Mm-hmm. So, again, Medicare Part A, once you reach age 65, you're automatically enrolled. No cost for it, uh, monthly cost for it. But if you have to go to the hospital, there's a deductible. And for 2018, that's one thousand three hundred and forty dollars. 
Okay. And just so, a reminder, that's kind of part of that, you know, 250000 over your um, retirement lifetime that we talked about, you know, you're going to spend. So um, on average, anyway. Right. And mm-hmm. by the way, that deductible, the 1340 mm-hmm. Is your deductible for your first 60 days in a hospital. Mm, Okay. Hard to know. Yeah, exactly. If you have to go beyond 60 days, it starts to get pretty expensive. Your deductible from 61 to 90 is $335 a day. Okay, that can add up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be in the hospital for 60 days. I don't think anybody wants to. (laughs) Right. Um, And then from 90 days... Uh, more than 90 days, it goes up to $670 a day is the deductible. That's what you're out of pocket for. Wow. Yeah. So something wow. to keep in mind there. It's not just the 1340 right. If you have a long-term stay in the hospital. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So that was A. So that was A. Okay. Now, Part B uh, is something that you have to pay for. It's a premium, a monthly mm-hmm. premium you have to pay for. And for 2018, the standard Part B premium is $134. Okay. Okay. Um, and so... Uh, Can I mention something here too? Just because I think it's good to kind of look back to see historically since we keep talking about planning. No, 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 we can't look back. (laughs) Since we see that healthcare is rising so much, you know, I think uh, you mentioned the premium for 2018 and 2016, it was 121.80. So, I mean, just to show that, you know, there's going to be increases, you know, uh, quite a few. And that's why, you know, we said your healthcare related costs are going to inflate at five to 7%. Mm -hmm. you know, your, your, your social security benefits, for example, are only going to average of about 2% on an increase. So you have to fill that gap somehow guys. And, uh, so anyway, excuse me. So part B now it's quick to note here, just real quick that your part B premium is $134. Okay. So that part B is for doctor's visits and other medical expenses such as lab tests. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now important note here, your Part B premium for most people is $134, but that's subject to income adjustments. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're still working. Yes, okay. exactly. Or if you just happen to have a lot of retirement savings or and, or maybe you have a bunch of rental, whatever. If your okay. income is high. Got it. In other words, your premium could be more. So if it's over $170,000, then your Part B premium, they're going to add a little bit to it. Okay, so it's going to be one hundred eighty-seven dollars and fifty cents if your income is between one hundred seventy thousand and two hundred fourteen thousand. Mm, okay, okay. Okay, for joint for a joint return. Got it. Um, if you're if you're lucky enough to have income of two hundred fourteen thousand to two hundred sixty-seven, it goes up to two hundred sixty-seven dollars a month. Uh, if your income is between two sixty-seven and three twenty, your Part B premium is going to be three hundred forty-eight dollars, and anything above three hundred twenty thousand dollars for a joint return. Your Part B premium is going to be four hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Okay, mm, so again, good to know. Yeah, so it's not just set. It's not just set. Big yeah. difference. And people may be saying, "Well, you got all that extra income, you can afford to pay." Mm-hmm. It. Okay, that's not the issue here, and that's not why we bring it up. The issue is, is that you need to plan for right. That. It's, it's not just being just prepared for it. Being, being prepared. prepared for yep. it. Exactly. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Education. Education. <laughs> no, you do okay. not want me to sing. Uh, no, no, no. We don't. We don't. It's scary. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I've seen you karaoke. Now, one of the <laughs> one of the things that um, you could do, by the way, uh, is is to help ease that a little bit, because you know that's what we're here mm-hmm. for. Give, give you some advice here. Um, number one is is that if you are subject, by the way, to paying those higher Part B premiums. Uh, you may qualify or you may want to appeal it because let's just say an example. And we have this situation going on right now okay. with one of our clients. Uh, they just retired. Okay. Income was high. Mm-hmm. All right. They're going to base their Part B premium off the last previous two years. Mm, got right? it. Right. So even if you weren't even eligible for Medicare, they're going to base it off of those last two years on your tax return. So you're, you may pay that high premium for the next couple of years unless you appeal it, which you can do. Okay. Okay. Now here's because you've had a change in income because you've had a change in income. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Here's some qualifying factors that allow you to go ahead and maybe think about appealing. And just because you appeal to get the lower Medicare premium doesn't mean you're going to get it. But, (laughs) uh, number one is if you got married, divorced, or became widowed. Mm -hmm. Number two is you or your spouse stopped working or Mm -hmm. reduced your work hours. Okay. So that's the most common, right? Right. Somebody retires, they don't have that huge income anymore. 
Uh, number three, you or your spouse lost income-producing property due to a disaster or other event beyond your control. Mm, it's like a hurricane or right earthquake or something. Okay. Uh, to support your claim, be ready to produce documentation such as a death certificate or a letter from your former employer about your retirement. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Another tool, another arrow in the quiver Okay, <laughs> to uh, try to mitigate that, some of these higher Is that the right costs. thing? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, one other, two other things actually. Okay. Okay. And I know this isn't affect a lot of people here, right. guys, but it does affect some. Uh, another thing you could do is don't ignore the health care IRA, which is what? The HSA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you did that mm-hmm. before you came on board here. Yeah. Max it out, max it out, max it out. We get this higher HSA balance, mm-hmm. and now we're using it even though you're not in a qualified HSA account. Correct, because you get to take it with you if you're in an HSA. Right. Which is different than an FSA. Right. I think that's important to mention. So if your employer offers an FSA, you have to use that in the calendar year. But if you're in an HSA, you can carry that with you and take it with you. If you leave your employer to Brock's point, that's what we did. Now, not everybody can have an HSA, true. right? I mean, you that's have true. to have a have qualified you know, plan mm-hmm. where it's a high deductible deal. Um, but it's so, a great deal if you have it. So check with great, your employer if you, yeah. Exactly. If Especially not sure. if you know or you think you might be moving on. Or retiring or, yeah. And it's portable. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Yep. All right. So that that's one. The other part of this is, is if you want to pare down what you have to pay for that uh, excess income that you have, which then causes you to pay an excess Part B premium for Medicare, you can um, potentially reduce your income for the future purposes uh, by doing a Roth conversion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that income that you're receiving from that is then tax free. And we've talked a lot about Ross too. So yeah. So if you're interested in finding out more, I could keep giving plugs to our previous shows. <laughs> they can go back to our website, anybody who's listening and um, listen to our other shows on Roth conversions. Cause we talked a lot about that too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, uh, excuse me, part a we've talked about part B mm-hmm. is the, is the doctor's visits. We've talked extensively about that. Obviously there's more detail, right? And if you're interested folks in more, the more detail about anything that we're talking about here, Give us a call or look us up on our website, right? Okay, three three two seven eight five five or theinnovativeteam.com. Uh, because a lot of the things we talk about, we don't want to get into so much of them. Right, right. And, and I think it's just important to note that we can help here with Medicare plans. So right. if, if people need that help, that is something that we specialize in as well. It, it is. Um, we have a, a gentleman here by the mm-hmm. name of Jason Lee mm-hmm. who uh, does this every day. Mm-hmm. And so um, he can help you with your uh, supplement or anything else uh, that you have questions about when it comes to Medicare. Um, okay. So I just kind of opened up the bag. There, yeah, you did. <laughs> AB. Okay. Now uh, we are going to talk more about supplements because mm-hmm. the A and the B are going to cover 80% of your healthcare costs. Well, they're the big ones. They're the big ones. Yeah. So the other 20% in today's world could be a ton of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you hear about all these stories. Well, I had surgery. It was $100,000. Okay, well, now you're paying $20,000. Right. Okay. Right. So what do you do? Well, one of those options is to buy a supplement or what we call a Medigap mm-hmm. or a supplement plan. And um, one of the things that's nice about the supplement plans is that they've standardized those plans. Okay. Okay. So you have all these different plans that are available, J, K, all these different things, N, G, all these different plans. And what's nice is they're all the same. Oh, that makes it easy. It reduces confusion right. for the general public. Yeah. Is what it does. Right. It's one of the things the government got right when it when they rolled this out, <laughs> which is, hey, the only difference is the price that you're paying. Mm. Because all of the plans have to offer the same exact benefits. So if you're with Mutual of Omaha or XYZ, it doesn't matter who you're with. They all offer the same benefits. It's a matter of pricing. Okay? Got it. Okay. So you definitely want to shop that Medicare supplement price yeah. every single year. I was going to say, do that yearly. Yeah, that's important. Absolutely. It's you got to know your alphabet soup. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if they make that anymore. Right. I don't know. I don't know if there's any alphabet soup out there. So. Right. But yeah, I think that's huge. That's very, very important. So, and I know you mentioned that uh, Jason can help people in our office, but uh, give us a call if you need any help with that and kind of understanding a little bit more of the plans and the offerings that we have. So, uh, 573-332-7855. All right. So that is the bulk. That is the first two parts of the Medicare. Mm-hmm. We have two more little parts to cover and okay. it's all next on the retirement playbook. 
Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are talking about healthcare planning this week and um, the foundation of healthcare planning being Medicare. Yes. So uh, the whole last segment, we talked about Medicare and some of the different aspects being part A, part B. There are two more parts, C and D, that I would like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I forgot to mention we are the retirement people. Oh, yeah. We are <laughs> the retirement people. Just have to lighten it up a little bit, you know, when you're talking exactly. about health care and Medicare. Yeah. So. All right. I like it. All right. There we go. Okay. All right. But before we get into that, yeah. I, I, I do want to bring up something. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm an avid reader when it comes mm-hmm. to the different publications that are out there in, uh, that are, have to do with our business because uh, I like to stay on top of things. Right. You should because it's ever changing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was reading investment news uh, this week, and um, uh, there's always an article on retirement mm-hmm. in, in there. Uh, Mary Beth Franklin uh, is a writer, contributor to the to publication, and she said she had a lot of questions about Social Security benefits for grandkids. Mm. And I thought I would bring this information to the folks out there. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, the reason why this is brought up is because there's a lot more grandparents raising, unfortunately, mm-hmm. kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, the article kind of not really blames it on, but but refers to the opioid, uh, you know, oh, some of the drug problems, yeah, yeah. The drugs yeah. And, and those kinds of things that are more rampant in, uh, right now. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot of uh, grandparents that are raising grandchildren. Uh, not many know that if if they. Um, uh, actually adopt them or have custody of become the guardians kid. of them. Yeah, yeah, become guardians. Thank you. Uh, that they can get Social Security benefits mm, for okay. those kids. Okay. Now here, here's the little here's the here's the qualifying factors. Okay. okay, so I'll just read this real quick. To qualify for dependent benefits, benefits, the grandchild must have been begun living with the grandparent before age eighteen. Okay, okay, makes sense. And yep, and received at least one half of his or her support from the grandparent for the year before the grandparent become entitled to retirement or disability benefits. So, so in other words, here's, here's the deal. They have to be, they have to collect benefits. Mm-hmm. The grandparents have to be on social security in other words. Okay. 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 Um, again, became entitled to retirement or disability benefits or died. Okay. So those are the three factors there. Uh, however, if the grandparents are already receiving benefits when they became responsible for the grandchild, they would need to adopt the child before he or she could qualify for Social Security benefits. Mm, okay. So, you know, not, so if your grandparents taking care of minor children, right? To sum it up, you need to look into this. You need to look into mm-hmm. it. Bottom line, yeah. You yeah. may or may not be eligible. You may or may not even want to adopt the grandchild because maybe it's a temporary deal, right? But but it's worth just, looking into. It's worth looking into. Yeah. No, I think you that's know? a good. Yeah. Okay. That, that counts. That counts as Thank a nice. You. What's new? Thank I like you. it. Thank you. I like it. Okay. All right. Back All to right. Medicare. Back to Medicare and retirement, uh, healthcare retirement planning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, before I do that, though, I do want to mention that we're having a workshop coming up here um, yes. uh, next week and the week after. Um, yes. And uh, it has to do with the new tax law correct, and how you might be able to benefit or you're maybe you're not aware of some of the things that could help you from a retirement planning mm-hmm. aspect as mm-hmm. well. 
Uh, if if you want more detail on that, you can call our office. Yeah, give us a call at 573-332-7855, and we can give you some more information on that um, and see if you might be interested in attending. Uh, the one that this this that's coming up next is Tuesday, so that's pretty quickly, So and we're getting pretty full on that one, so we may yeah. want to look at the next date, which is May 1st. So, uh, But give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about it and see if that's something you may want to attend. Exactly. Okay, so we talked about Medicare Part A, Part B. Part A is your hospitals. No, you know, monthly cost to that. No monthly premium for that. Um, part B, there is a monthly premium for, but you can, um, uh, you know, it covers your doctor's visits. Mm-hmm. You can also buy a supplement because together the Part A and B are going to cover eighty percent of your cost. Uh, so you're responsible for the other twenty. Well, you can cover that through a Medicare supplement plan. So we talked about that. Just important to note that that's just your monthly cost if you have a hospital stay. Right. Yeah. I think right. that was important because I think we forget that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't cover everything. So. so C, what is part C? There's been a lot of talk about this and some negative, some positive, mm-hmm. but, but part C is also known as Medicare Advantage plans. Okay. Um, you can sign up for comprehensive health coverage through a private company that offer these plans. It's not technically through the government. So if you if you sign up for Part C, you're basically signed up with that company and you're not you know, with the government's A and B. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so you're kind of waiving A and B, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, okay. so and and so out-of-pockets costs will be limited, but again, it's per plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offer different benefits, uh, different companies do. So this is so a shopping situation. It again. is. Yeah. And, 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 and I will say this. Um, I think in some circumstances, the Part C, the, the Medicare Advantage plans could be a good thing for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You just got to make sure it's right for you. Right. And I think, again, taking a look at your health, right? Your spouse's right. health and, and seeing which which plan makes more sense for you. Because there are a lot of ramifications and things that could happen uh, that, may, that may not be the best plan. But then in a lot of cases, again, it is the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody's situation is different. Right. So, again, Jason Lee here in our office can help you determine which plan is best for you. Okay. And that's what's nice. Having someone that's just independent. Yes. And they can say, hey, you should do this or that. Right. And giving you the knowledge to make help you make decisions. So that's the premises of our business. Mm -hmm. We're independent on all levels. So we're going to give you advice and we're going to do the right thing for you. Mm hmm. Uh, based on you, what's best for you. Right. I think that's what's great. And, and again, many independent is that you can look at all of your options, not just one. Exactly. Objectively, too. You're true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very nice. Okay. So then now let's talk about part D. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So part D is your prescription plans. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So again, you have part A, part B. Um, you have the C option. Again, that's an option. And then you have D, which is going to be your, um, again, your, your prescriptions. Okay. Um, and, and as you know, if you're on any kind of prescriptions, it can be very, very expensive. Okay? Oh gosh. Yeah. Drug costs are very expensive. Exactly. And continuing yeah. to rise. <laughs> so part D, just kind of like part C, they're offered through private companies that are Medicare approved insurance companies. Um, it, it's important to note that your drug plan part D has its own list of drugs. It's called a formulary, okay, for which it provides coverage. Mm-hmm. So you need, based on your situation and what drugs you take, you might be better off with company A versus company B. Mm-hmm. Again, it's important to know. And shop it. And shop it. Yep. Okay. Um, by the way, the formulary is divided into different tiers. So, you know, the higher the tier, the more expensive mm-hmm. the drug is. Which a lot, okay. if you're still working, a lot of uh, work plans are that way now, too. So we're kind of used to, you know, if you're in your generic c- category and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, that may be the same to kind of look at. Right. Yeah. Right. And yep. so, again, uh, parts C's and D are provided by private insurance companies. Mm-hmm. So it's not a government, you know, ran programs. Uh, now, they have to be Medicare approved insurance companies. But the monthly premiums for these policies depend totally upon the coverage and the different benefits of those plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we've been plugging Jason, but again, another reason to come see somebody that can help you with that instead of trying to figure it out on your own, because, you know, that's what he does day in and day out, you know, studying those plans and really understanding them thoroughly so that he can help people when they come in with their different situations. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there we go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Medicare 101. <laughs> A, B, C. Or A, B, C, and D. A, B, C, and D. Because you got A, B, and 
then you got CD. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's Medicare. Now, what other healthcare related cost could you or would you have mm-hmm. in retirement that could cost a significant amount of money? And that is mm-hmm. what. Long-term care. You got it. Oh, I missed. I needed a drum roll. We need. We need Sorry. like drum rolls. <laughs> we need to. We need to have our guy yeah, come yeah. up with a drum roll. A drum roll here. in there. So guy, long-term care. Our guy Mitch, man, he's good. He's good. He's, he's good. good. He can do it. I promise you, he can do it. Um, okay, so long-term care. Mm-hmm. All right. So w- w- we have um, a few minutes here left in this segment, so we'll get into the discussion of long-term care, but. It's uh, something that, again, we could take an entire show on, um, and but we're not going to do that. Uh, but I will tell you that long-term care uh, is a uh, kind of like, I mean, there's... It's a necessary evil. It is a necessary evil. Thank you. You liked that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I mean, I, it's and, true. It's true. Nobody wants to think about it, but you need to. Two out of three people, mm-hmm. 66 point whatever percent, mm-hmm. are going to need long-term care. If you're over age 65, two out of three people over 65 are going to need some kind of long-term care in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and if you're there, you've probably already seen aging parents go through it or grandparents go through it. You've seen that, you know, what happens at the end of life and being prepared for that. And I think more than anything, long-term care so that you can decide how you want to be cared for. Look, it's no secret. People are trying to figure out the best ways to pay for long-term care because they mm-hmm. know the odds are in their favor of needing it at mm-hmm. some point. And right. so how do you pay for it? Do you pay for it out of pocket? Do you set aside, do you buy an insurance policy? Mm-hmm. Do you have a hybrid policy? Do you do, um, you know, how are you going to pay for mm-hmm. this? Right. Cause it is costly. It's very costly. <laughs> very expensive. Very costly. Well, and I think things you need to think about too, you know, if you're wanting to stay and try to stay in your home as long as you can, um, you know, and have care come to you. I mean, there's, gosh, there's just so many things to think about when you're looking at your later stages of life. So just to kind of put some perspective mm-hmm. on this, mm-hmm. there's a statistic here that says the number of people using nursing care or nursing facilities is expected to rise, newsflash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would, by the way, it was 15 million in 2000. Mm-hmm. It's expected to rise to 27 million people by 2050. That's because our baby boomers coming That's through, right? Baby boomers, yeah, baby boomers. That's yep, exactly right. Yep. And so, uh, very, very important to have a plan to offset some of these costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I have a feeling they're only going to rise. I don't think it's going down. So, and, and by the way, uh, you women uh, are going to have more of a financial crisis on your hands if you don't have this figured out okay because you live longer i know okay it's because we're smarter uh, <laughs> yes yes towards the end of the show you know i had to throw that in there <laughs> yes so uh by the way because women have a longer life expectancy than men a 65 year old woman can expect to spend around twenty two thousand more dollars over the course of their retirement and health care uh-huh. costs yeah. Than a male. Yeah. Okay. You see that. All okay. right. So uh, that's it for this segment. Mm-hmm. Next segment, we're going to now then transition to some possible solutions to help pay for, for uh, long-term care costs. Got it. So, Sounds great. Again, it's all has to relate to retirement, excuse me, health care mm-hmm. um, planning in retirement. But how do we do it? Right. It's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning... Many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. 
All right, welcome back to another episode of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Now, do you want to say it this time? We are the retirement people. There you go. <laughs> there we go. All right, folks, we've been talking about healthcare planning mm-hmm. in retirement all show. We broke down Medicare, Parts A and B, the ABCs and D of, of Medicare, if you will. Mm-hmm. We've then, uh, this past segment, talked a little bit more about um, another major cost, healthcare cost in retirement, which is long-term care planning. And now in this segment, we're going to actually bring you solutions, possible mm-hmm. solutions to think about and ask questions about and possibly implement in your particular life. Right. Okay. For long-term care. And I for think long-term care, I think it's important to mention too, that I don't think anybody wants to think about long-term care, but gosh, it's like you said, it's going to happen to, what was it? Two thirds of us. Yes. We'll so need- if you're over the age 65, chances are two thirds of people are going to need some kind of long-term mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. Um, in their lifetime. Yep. Okay. So I think, you know, uh, talk to us a, a little bit first about, give us an explanation of long-term care. Well, I think most people think that it's all covered, mm-hmm. you know, with their Medicare. Got it. And yep. it's not. Yep. It's not. Now, there are certain situations that they will pay for a very short time period of of some kind of long-term care in retirement. Um, So, in other words, if you have to go to a hospital and the doctor says, yeah, you need some long-term care here, Mm -hmm. they may pay for, you know, 90 or 120 days. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because sometimes that's rehab related, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about just needing long-term care, going into a nursing home or assisted living or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and what qualifies that is you, are these things right here. Care related to, but not limited to, walking, dressing, using the facilities, feeding, managing pain, home maintenance, like mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that? Mm-hmm. Chauffeuring, uh, attending to medical needs. Mm-hmm. So these are all long-term care needs mm-hmm. and what we would call activities of daily living. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. And so if if you can't perform, and a lot of times the qualifying factors are two of six, two okay. of the six ADLs, okay. then you might be eligible for to to get an insurance benefit. Mm. But obviously you have to have the insurance You're, in place. Yeah, to be able to help you out. So yeah. let's talk about the various forms of that. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Um now, by the way, just because this is something that could happen to you doesn't mean that you can't pay for this yourself. Um, mm-hmm. by setting aside your own money. But leveraging those dollars with an insurance company a lot of times is a better deal. Right. Okay. Yeah. And in, and it gives you the warm and fuzzy too, mm-hmm. which is what? The guarantees, right? right? That this company is going to pay for these expenses when you need the money. Um, so it's important that mm-hmm. you pick an, a solid, uh, well-capitalized insurance company. Right. Just like when you're doing anything. Right. Any any research. products, yeah, that any you're products. looking into. Mm-hmm. Make Agreed. sure that you do the research on those companies or have the questions with whoever is going to sell you that particular product. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, if, if people don't have an overabundance of, you know, money that they have set aside to cover long-term care, you know, tell us a little bit about some of the ways they can cover the cost. The most in common probably, mm-hmm. which is becoming least less common, is traditional long-term care insurance. Oh, okay. Okay, where you pay a premium and if you need those services then that insurance will be there for you. If you don't need it, you don't get it back. Right. Those premiums that you paid. Unless you have some kind of return of premium uh, rider, which some of them do. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this, especially with the baby boomers coming up or getting retired here, um, the companies are less and less offering this product. Mm, Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Like a lot of companies that traditionally insurance companies that offer this. They're taking it off the table. They're taking it off the table completely. Mm. Because they're losing money and they're going to continue to lose money. Is it because people are living longer? Exactly. Yeah. And you have so many more people that are going to be coming up again with the baby boomer generation. There being so many of them mm-hmm. that, uh, that that it's going to drive that cost up. Well, and you know, I, this is kind of, insurance this is kind of my side note, you know, uh, and we've also heard that, you know, baby boomers are really pushing to change how their end of life care even looks. So, you know, nursing facilities, you know, those kind of things are going to change even what they, how they're structured. You know, people don't want to just go in a room and sit anymore. So I think, you know, we're going to see that cost go up because, you know, the more amenities you want and the more things that you want to have at the end of life, which I think is fantastic, you know, is going to cost us more. (laughs) So, yep. So I think we're going to see a lot of change again, just my personal opinion on what that even looks like. And I think some of that's great, to be honest with you, because, you know, the stigmas around some of the traditional nursing homes isn't what people, how they want to go. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so 
um, uh, getting back to long-term care right. insurance policies. Sorry, that was so, my sign. No, 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 you're good. That's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what you're here for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you, there are tons of different ways to do this. Uh, by the way, just because we're talking about long-term care insurance, we're not talking about just you going out and buying it privately. Mm-hmm. Some employers offer this as a group benefit as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the danger or the risk there are that if you don't have your job anymore and you don't retire from that particular place, that it may not be there for you. Right. doesn't okay. necessarily come with you. If yep. you buy your own plan, it's going to be there right. for you as long as you continue to pay those premiums. Now, I will tell you this. A lot of people... And what we've seen here in the last couple of years is that um, rates are going up on these. Mm-hmm. So if you buy in and your premium is, let's just say, for a couple that's age 60, you're probably looking at 2000 to $2,500 a year mm-hmm. for the premium, which, by the way, you can make up with one of those people going in for 30 days. Okay. Right. Uh, so so you can make up these costs you know, very rapidly. Mm-hmm. But I get it. You know, people are going, gosh, I'm paying so much and it's going up to $2,700 now. Right. Should I continue to pay it? And it's always an ongoing discussion. Because, again, it's a gamble. Yes. Yeah. You don't um, know when or if you're going to need it. So. But everyone's situation is different. Yes. That's why it's so hard. I can't just sit on this microphone and say, hey, you shouldn't do this or you or should everybody needs it. <laughs> or everybody <laughs> needs it. Or everybody needs it. Yeah. Because everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these policies are, are first and foremost going away because mm-hmm. insurance companies aren't making any money off of these things. Mm-hmm. Number two is, is that the costs are going up. Mm-hmm. So it's forced companies and individuals to seek out other options. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it is, um, something I'm, I'm, I'm seeing more and more in our business. Um, one is a hybrid policy. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. It seems to be a, an attractive option for a lot of people. Again, everybody's different. Um, and what, what a hybrid is, is, is when it's basically it works like this. You agree to a certain term of payment. Okay. Whether it's a lump sum, uh, or maybe you want to pay it over five years or 10 years. Um, and what, what the insurance company says is, okay, the premium you put in there, you can always get back, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. Or a percentage of that premium, you can always get back. Okay. Um, and so by doing that, it allows you to still have access to those monies mm-hmm. if you wanted it or needed it, at least a portion of them. Um, and, and then also, they're going to offer some kind of life insurance benefit to it. Oh, okay. 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 So that's where it makes it the hybrid? Exactly. Okay. Right. And then finally, those dollars that you put in, or then leveraged up if you need it for long-term care. So the company's argument is, look, guys, we understand there's a problem here with long, traditional long-term care insurance. Well, what, what our solution is, is to say, you're going to use this policy no matter what. Because either you're going to take it out and use it for something else because you had to, emergency or whatever, or you're going to die, or you're going to need long-term care insurance. Right. So... I get one, of, one of those is going to happen. One of those is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Got it. that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Now, you may not have the financial wherewithal to be able to do that. So, again, it's not for everybody. Right. Um, but it's an option to look into. It's an option to look into. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And a lot of them are, by the way, if you're wondering, um, you might get 80 to 90% of your money be available to you. Oh, gosh. That's day great. Day one. That's great. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's not like, oh, when I say a portion... It's not like 30%. Right. It depends on the product and the company, but a lot of times it's between 80 and 90% mm-hmm. to where you can get, uh, that's the availability of your dollars that you can take out for any reason whatsoever. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's good. a hybrid policy. Okay. Now, another hybrid, in my opinion, is um, uh, policy, they're actual life insurance policies, okay, that are offering living benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked a little bit about this, right? We have. Uh, maybe so. in one of the shows. shows yeah. <laughs> maybe not a lot, but yeah. But so, so first and foremost, this is what I tell everybody that asks me about these. You have to have a life insurance need. Okay. Whether it be an estate planning, income replacement for your wife or husband, um, you know, whatever debt coverage Mm -hmm. there, there has to be a need for long-term care or excuse me, there has to be a need for life insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now adding the rider quote unquote, or the cost of. This long-term care insurance, it, in comparison to the premium that you're paying, is actually 
a pretty good deal. Oh, okay. A lot of times. Pretty comparable? It, it is. Okay. It's very comparable. Okay. Um, it's an advantageous, if you will. So basically how that works is you pay these premiums, you have this death benefit, and the company says you can use some of this death benefit, if not all of it, for long-term care. Mm, okay. Okay. Again, how they define long-term care, you need to make sure. Right. Oh, okay. I see what works, you're saying. Right. And then it makes it sense. it may only be for nursing home. Right. But not for hospice care. Or assisted living. Or assisted living. Okay. It's just for nursing homes. Right. So you got to be careful about what you do. Now, again, every company is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's products mm-hmm. is different. But there are companies that offer comprehensive uh, the ability to take it out for any reason for long-term care. As long as you can't perform two of the six activities of daily living, the company says a doctor certification for that too, by the way, then you can get... You know, again, a very large portion of that death benefit of that life insurance policy to use for those services. Hmm. So, yeah, again, another option. It's another option. <laughs> so you have those. You've got the hybrid policies, and then you've got traditional long-term care insurance. So, so those are the main ways to help pay for long-term care. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. so um, that's something that to think about. And so um, and that's what we're here for—to bring you information, and then it's for you to decide or talk to with your advisor or with us. To find out which is best for you. Right. And I, I think it's just important to remember that you have to consider long-term care in your health care planning. Exactly. And I think, you know, again, people want to hope that that just happens, right? <laughs> and that's what this show is all about. Yeah. Is help bringing on all of the aspects to things. We're going to bring things to you that you hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. That's okay? exactly and right. Or hadn't talked about with your neighbor. Or, anybody or you else. don't want to think about it. Now you have to. Exactly. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that's it for this week on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. We hope you have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.